Hey everyone, welcome to my new podcast, The Random Talks. I haven't worked out the name yet, we'll figure that out in the future, but as you may know, I haven't done a Animal Crossing video in a long time, and it's mostly because I've been bored, and that's kind of the conversation that you're going to hear in this podcast, is we have been getting bored with the updates, with the updates becoming more scarce, we're kind of getting bored with what's coming out and it's starting to lead the game to die off so I decided to completely restart my island I will still have my storage in my house with all my items but I'm not gonna have any items outside I'm not gonna have any mountains I will keep my rivers just because they were there from the beginning and they look good for where they're at but I will take off the cliffs and the rivers on top of the cliffs and it's just gonna be flat green there's gonna be nothing on my island anymore not trees not flowers not anything and I wanted to do that because I kind of lost my spark of creativity and I couldn't think of how I could change my island without me not liking it so I'm clearing off my entire island and that, that's kind of what you're gonna see in the background of this video is me clearing off the island and removing everything it'll be kind of time-lapse more like sped up just so you guys can see the progress but it'll also be covered by JB and Millie and me we're gonna be doing the podcast together they're really awesome they do great content they do their own podcast so go check that out on their channel I'll put their link in the description they do gameplays and they do the podcast and they do like multiplayer games together they're a duo channel. I thought it was the coolest thing when I heard about that. It makes them... You'll, you'll hear in the podcast. I'll talk about them in the podcast. But I have them joining me while the, the gameplay is in the background. I really hope you do enjoy this podcast. Let me know down in the comments. While we're here for the premiere as well, let me know what you think is going to be talked about in the video. Let's go. Also, I wanted to say before we start, congratulations on 1,000 subs. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like, it was, oh, we were so excited, but we're like so nervous. We usually don't announce milestones until we're like five over the mark, so we're a bit scared. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get up there. That's why I wanted a, a group of content creators, too, to hang out with. Right now I got... Uh, like Amy, you guys, Snake City, and then the real Tot, and those people are the ones that I would like go to right away if I didn't, ever wanted to do a collab. But I want to create a bigger mm, net. That's that way, awesome. Yeah, we should all create a bigger net, I think. It'd be fun so we could all like collab it whenever you know we can. Yeah. I would love that. And we've got loads of different projects that we're wanting to organize some collabs on. Like, oh, we did, like, a Trivial Pursuit thing, and we still got loads of questions from that. I want to do another one of that. I want to... I wish that there was a way to do more, like, Minecrafty stuff in Animal Crossing. Like, I'd love to do, like, an Animal Crossing Hunger Games. Like, I don't know quite what, like, the method would be of killing people would be, but... Yeah, we came up with this concept where if we wanted to do an island tour of a certain um theme and we couldn't find it we were going to make it ourselves so i really wanted to do a hunger games island tour and i couldn't find a hunger games island so we just made one and now jb wanted to do a great gatsby island tour and we couldn't find one of those either so we started work on one of those that is awesome you guys are creative 
I'm gonna be honest. You guys are so creative. <laughs> Thank you. All oh, right, but you two, and I think we did like we did do an Among Us together for a while ago, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. it was so long ago. It feels like that. See, breaking down like doing YouTube, it feels like there's almost like distinctive eras, like when something's popular or when some series is going on, mm -hmm. and that very much feels like a great kind of era that I miss. But oh, you just basically have to follow the trend when you're a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. We should have really done something for the new airship map, but I know. I I I tried to get people on too in the in the chat. <laughs> I, I didn't want to at everyone too many times, so I only did it, like, once. <laughs> I was scared to yeah. keep doing it. <laughs> I've got no shame with that. I'm just there spamming people, like, come on. Yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> oh, my God. So, the main topic of what we're going to talk to is about is, like, Animal Crossing. Because, as you know, it has kind of shifted to, like, dying. And E3 might be the only <laughs> revival for it. It's not dead completely, but it is at that point where it's kind of shifting to being boring. Because everybody has done uh, the max. Yeah. Mm, uh, I agree with that. Before I wanted to start, I wanted to ask about you guys. So, what what's your main content for your guys' channel? You know what? I don't know. I'd just say Variety Nintendo. I'd... Um... I guess it's it's whatever's new and whatever's whatever we're enjoying. So now I would consider the things that I would like to upload more and the things that I'd like to focus on is a cross between Pokemon Snap and Metopia. Like Metopia, I'm enjoying that. I'd say variety for sure. <laughs> like I, I love that you guys do variety because I'm also a variety and. I, I, I understand why people stick to one game, because a lot more people will stick around because they want to see that game. But it scares me, because then nobody will accept you like for other videos and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, we're me. a variety channel, and whenever we do something that isn't Animal Crossing, we still get that kind of backlash from it. Yeah. So it's like, thinking about some creators, like, we know Console Cater, who's literally built 50,000 subscribers purely from Animal Crossing. Just thinking about like how nerve-wracking it must be for, say, them to venture out of Animal Crossing, which I think they've only done once, is like, I do not envy that whatsoever. No. I think, you know, the issue is, like, you know, you were saying, Animal Crossing is dying out right now, and if it's purely an Animal Crossing channel, which maybe almost was at one point, it's, it's nerve-wracking because Animal yeah, Crossing is a bit of a thing. downward spiral. Yeah, that you, it's you looking for a new channel, like a new uh, game that that will support your channel like Animal Crossing did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I wanted to know, how did you guys meet? Um, We were on the same university course. We were both studying law. So we both had a mutual friend on the course who introduced us. I was rejected like a good six, seven times. <laughs> Thanks for that, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck, Millie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you on that well, one. Me too with mine. <laughs> my introduction to JB was my... F the friend literally just said, don't you two make me a third wheel. So I just laughed and you passed that as a rejection. That was a rejection. I like <laughs> But yeah, that was like four years ago nearly. Yeah, before I had... Well, I didn't have grey hair back then. 
You don't know. No, but I, that one gray hair goes in the back of my hair. <laughs> Me too. You, you like look yourself out. in the mirror and you could see the little tiny gray hairs coming. You're like, am I that stressed? <laughs> um. Also, what made you guys decide to do your channel together? Um, JB had, JB had a YouTube channel before this one when he was quite a lot younger. So he already knew about YouTube, I guess. And then... When the pandemic hit, I think we were both a bit bored and he had a friend that did YouTube that was like, oh, just come and do a podcast with me. And I think that maybe made you want to start a second channel. So this channel was originally just called JB. I want yeah, to the videos. I mean, I'm not saying that we make like a magnum opus of like fantastic five star things necessarily. I mean, some of them I like a lot. But back then it was literally just a phone aimed at a TV on a tripod with no voiceover and like royalty free music just playing in the background. And I look back at that and to me that that's kind of awful. But I I would never delete those videos just because no. they're just I, it's I don't the know memories. I like it. There's something about them. <laughs> it's the memories. <laughs> I feel you. Me so too. you started doing Mario Kart right, and then and then I first voiceover in. we did together was Mario Party. Ooh, I was so. So it became the JB and Millie channel after about two months, yeah. I think. And that was the, um, to be fair, the first JB and Millie video was Animal Crossing, and then we did like fifty island tours in a yeah. daily. Well, let me tell you, it was a genius idea to do a mixed channel. I think it, it's one of the more unique channels out there because of that. So you, you I, I like what you guys are doing with your channel. Thank, Thank you. you. That's awesome. Aww. What what got you guys into Animal Crossing in the first place? Again, I think the pandemic. Um, we Just as the pandemic was starting and they announced the first lockdown, we were like, okay, we need to go and do a shop of something that's going to keep us occupied because we were just students. We'd just been told that we weren't going to be able to go into university and we were going to have to learn from home. So we were like, okay, this is it. We're not going to be leaving the house for a few months. What's just come out? What can we do? And neither one of us had played Animal Crossing before. It, this New Horizons was our first game. So we just looked at what had been released and we were like, okay, we'll try this. And it was amazing. So like, we Horizons found ourselves setting alarms in the morning. Yeah, the first Animal Crossing game. Yeah. Besides that, it was just... Um, Animal Crossing mini games for me and like the Wii U, like the party games that I didn't really understand. So I didn't mean to cut you off. What, you set alarms for the morning? Yeah, we used to set alarms for like Sunday mornings to buy turnips and to make sure we got to check the morning turnip price. <laughs> yes, you guys were fully it into became... it. <laughs> yeah. We didn't time travel once, so it was very much a, okay, we need to set an alarm for this. We need to be awake to check this. <laughs> I'm with you on that. For when I started, I was full in. Play it how it was made. And then once it started dying out, that's when I started cheating and time traveling and stuff. Yeah. Like, I will admit, I've not played the last four updates. I don't... Maybe three updates. Oh, not either. since Pave. So I'm just relying that when I want to do them, I can time travel back. Oh what <laughs> i was just having a little gander at, at random's channel uh -oh. i mean actually that's a question that i have for you um 
what what would you like to be called? Because whenever I'm like talking about you and your channel, you know, in terms of Among Us and people that we know, I always just say, "Oh yeah, random." But like, do you prefer random, random square, or do you have a kind of alias? You know, random's perfect. Honestly, everyone has called me that since the beginning. I actually like random more than the full name random square. But random square was my original, and I can't get rid of that. So I, random is my preferred one. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that I got it right. But I was just, I just like jumped for a minute there because I saw that this was party chat, that animal, that um, Mario Party series. Yeah, we just started that series. Yeah, when it when it popped up, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a cool idea! Like, and obviously it utilizes some of the new functionality, and it's like, me four or five months ago, that was kind of like more on it more like i guess energetic maybe i've aged that's exactly the type of thing that i would have wanted to have done and it's like this is so cool yeah props to snake on that one he's the one that had the idea i think alpha rad did that as well he called his uh uh i don't remember exactly what it was but it was like it was his podcast version and they would play mario party at the same time but they ended that so long ago and it was like the older mario parties not the brand new one. So Snake was like, hey, let's try this out. And I'm like, that's a genius idea. That'll give us, like, uh, utilization of this genre of games and also have good talks with other people. And that's what inspired me that's to do this one. Yeah, because right, right, the background video of this is going to be me completely destroying my island. So <laughs> that's that's why I was like, I need something other than music because it's going to be boring. Like, I might as well do a podcast. Yeah. Snake inspired me. See, I like that a lot. That takes me back to the old days of our podcast, Five Star Talk, when we literally set up a studio within the game. Yeah, it was the attic of your house. And it wasn't even that it was, like, compelling, like, you know, visuals, like, there was something going on, but just, like, when, like, I'd I'd say something that amused me in real life, and then I made, like, my character in this studio do, like, a little, like, clapping emote. I don't know. I just miss those days. (laughs) Those are so cute. (laughs) I gotta say, I I loved when people utilized Animal Crossing for for podcasts and stuff, where they would kind of move their character when they're talking or something like that. I seen that for Nintendo, like, the Nintendo Treehouse. When they were doing that, it was so cute because they couldn't do a podcast in person or like a, a treehouse talk in person. So they did it over Animal Crossing. Yeah, they did so many cool things, like just people in general, like graduation ceremonies, date trips to the museum. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we even saw on Twitter that there was a proposal on an Animal Crossing island. Yeah, that's, that's all right. That's all right. Oh yeah, and they had a whole like uh, uh like a whole marriage thing going on there too, right? Like they married through yeah, Animal I think... Crossing. Yeah, I think that like I think it was a couple and they each had their own island and one of them had kind of set up a celestial area where it was supposed to be shooting stars and stuff. Would that be bind and I don't know. Like if you had like a well, I don't know who it is, a priest or a vicar in like a Nintendo online call, could you legit Providing you invite them to the island and they've used custom designs to make the right outfit, JB, I'm sure. Oh no, you have to sign papers, don't you? I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I thought you could just get some like anointed person into a group chat. Although, someone's going to do that online at some point. There must have been one online wedding at some point. I, I bet you there was. Them. I think there was. 
Yeah, like now you've got DocuSign and stuff. You don't oh, have yeah, to be there. To... Yeah. Well, how do people marry like these mail order brides? Do they bring them over, then marry them, or do they marry them online? You would, yeah. Oh, oh man, yeah, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I haven't tried. Oh my god. Well, I guess that's uh, something for the future for you guys, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I was gonna ask you guys. Be the first couple. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys if it measured up to the previous Animal Crossings, but you said this was your first uh animal crossing game that you've started how do you guys know about the other ones like new leaf and the original and city folk and all that we tried to work backwards so when we liked animal crossing new horizon so much we were like okay everyone's been talking about how the other games were better how there was more npcs let's check them out so i think we bought new leaf next i want to yeah whichever one was on the 3ds and we started playing that, but I think, I think, and we have a friend called Holly Q who collects games, and she said as well, it is so difficult to go backwards because obviously, if you're going forwards, the graphics progress, whereas mm -hmm. to then have to go back, it actually is quite a few stages different. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a huge so difference. So I think we didn't play too much. Well, no, not at all, not at all. They, in terms of Animal Crossing New Horizons versus New Leaf, I think people are right. They did have a lot more uh, buildings. They had a lot more NPCs around. But the fact that New Horizons allows you to build anywhere you want on your island, it's a complete step up from all the older ones. I do think if New Horizons added these buildings and NPCs and stuff, it would definitely put them ahead of all the other games. But because... Because of the building, I still think they're still ahead. Because you could put your couch yeah. outside. Mm. You couldn't do that before. <laughs> you had to put a custom design outside just to make it look like something else. Which you still can in New Horizons, but it, it, it was harder back in New Leaf. I mean, I will say that I did feel very limited. So for a while, to cure Animal Crossing Burnout on the channel, we did a kind of short-lived hoping to revive it Minecraft series. It was like a multiplayer Let's Play. And thinking about, you know, going you know crazy, making loads of those videos, then thinking about what we were going to do on our next Animal Crossing Island, it was like, oh yeah, we can do this. And then it was that kind of realisation, yeah, oh yeah, that's kind of Minecraft I'm thinking of. We can't actually do that in Animal Crossing. Yeah. So that was kind of a bit disappointing, just being reminded about some more of a like creative games and how, how for terraforming is awesome. You can't really do everything that's in your mind necessarily. I mean, I couldn't imagine Animal Crossing without terraforming. Like, no. some of the things you see on Twitter are genuine works of art. They're stunning, and you couldn't do that without terraforming. Yeah. Like we've seen ones that's like. A full like Italian town in one screenshot with waterfalls and then the custom panels made to look like windows and balconies. Stunning. Yes, people with their custom designs are insane. I love the the designs that people are able to make on that small, tiny like canvas that you're given. Uh, like uh, Amy, Amy know. was the first person that did something like uh, like New York buildings or London buildings, like uh, city buildings, where she would take like the empty wall and design it like a house, and then use terraforming to build higher so it looks like it's a 
a bigger building than it is. And I thought that was genius. That was such a smart idea. And that was the first time I was introduced that you using uh, terraforming for for different types of styles of building. I will never know how people get what they do from those few squares because <laughs> whenever I try to do pixel art, it just looks like circles and squares. It doesn't look <laughs> like it's supposed to. So I I don't know. I've tried googling like pixel art. And there was one thing we were doing for a Nightmare Before Christmas theme. And I managed to find a turkey pixel art, but it consisted about of counting squares for an hour. Like, okay, three squares along, oh, no. ten squares down, that's red. <laughs> Four along, eleven down, that's brown. And I was honestly doing that for about an hour to get this custom design. I feel you. I had to do that on a on a apples and stuff like that for my tree garden. <laughs> uh, that's what it's it's fun when you get it done, but it is task like a, a very long task when you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I think one of my favorite updates would have been when you were able to get the kind of searching for custom designs through the app, just like okay, apples or. Oranges, for example, if you're doing an orchard. I actually didn't even know they had that oh, update. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you mean instead of going into the Able Sisters? Yeah, I think they did, didn't they? Yes, a million percent. And I actually kind of feel very lazy, because, like, that was another reason why I loved, like, the Mario update with the warp pipe, because I was too lazy to walk <laughs> to, from A to B in, a vid in, like, a video game. When yes. we first got that game, JB used to bully me so badly for that, because... We share an island, we always have, and I used to leave it such a mess because I was like, I'm not walking across to the other side of the island to deal with this. <laughs> like, I'm leaving it there. He was like, pick up after yourself. Because I'd just no. come out of my house and there was like a lot of turnips just like everywhere. I was like, what is this? You're a litter bug. It's like, I didn't want to walk back home after I'd seen Daisy May. I'm just doing it. <laughs> Oh man, before in New Leaf, you'd be able to set ordinance to where uh, you could set whether or not your like island was a clean island, a rich island, and stuff like that. So if it was a clean island, I think the animals would pick up the trash on the ground and get rid of them. Or if there's a watering like kind of ordinate, they would water your flowers for you. And there was the rich ordinate where everything was cheaper. That... I can't imagine that now because there is so many islands that have like utilized garbage and weeds and all that kind yeah. of thing, <laughs> and they make it look amazing. The, the, honestly, yeah, I've seen one where it's like a wasteland, and I it, they give you such good like ingredients to make that because you remember they had like uh, garbage bags and tires and stuff that you could make into yeah. other stuff. It was so cool. <laughs> it is amazing like could you imagine if there was that functionality now where you know you set up this gorgeous terraformed wasteland it's taken you three hours on stream and then your villager decides to tidy up for you ready for the next day and you log back on oh that there goes awful. your weeds <laughs> maybe that's why they didn't <laughs> add it they wanted to add more creative freedom yeah <laughs> uh, what, what were your guys's favorite holidays for new horizons Ooh. JB, do you want to take this first? Oh, so I've got... Well, I guess I'll just nail it down to one. 
a part of me is kind of thinking maybe maybe Halloween. Wait, you always say festival for the new items, and I was gonna say Halloween. Yeah, but, okay, no, festival would be my favorite if you could have got the DIY afterwards. The yeah. fact that you couldn't is just like it's teasing me. And I've got like my opinions on Halloween that like the best item you literally can't unlock until Halloween night, and that's kind of like well, why do that? But I just love the atmosphere because for all like jingle coming on Toy Day was kind of all good. You had the kind of like jingle bells song. Just yeah. something about Jack being there and that kind of eerie, that like, do, 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 do. it just set yeah. the tone so well. And I just wish that I could like mentally go back to that level of Animal Crossing because I feel like that was when I was at like my most passionate for it. Yeah, I'd have to agree with JB in saying Halloween because I think the reason I, I love Christmas, but the reason I didn't like Toy Day, it was. Jingle was there for an hour and there wasn't really much more to it. Same with mm. fest Festival. Pave was just there for the day and then it was over. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas with Halloween, I was wanting to log on every like few hours, run around all my villagers' houses, see who was crafting what DIY. We transformed the entire island. So using um the water landscaping feature... We managed to make a pumpkin on the island and have somebody's an islander's house in the middle of the pumpkin. We made a pumpkin flower art with the orange windflowers. It it was a good time. Yeah, Halloween was a great one, especially because like, uh, you could change the color of your face to like a zombified. Do you remember that? That one was yeah, awesome. like it. <laughs> That update was so much more than just a few more items. There was the reactions. I think it was when we first saw new reactions, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the new reactions. Yeah. There was a whole bunch. Yeah. You could scare people. <laughs> I loved them. Yeah, those, those new eye colors, new um, skin tones. There was, it, was, it was great. Oh, man. This is like, uh, now that we're kind of going back, this is like reminding me of how I felt about Breath of the Wild. You kind of get a nostalgia for it. It's like the creation of nostalgia. You're in the moment of your nostalgia. Later on, you'll look back at this and miss what you had, you know? <laughs> I always yeah, think I about that. I feel bad this. It's kind of awkward, though, just thinking back about when all I could think about was playing Animal Crossing, making Animal Crossing content and enjoying it. I just, I don't know, it's kind of sad thinking about where my mindset's at with it more now. But Like, I think the Animal Crossing cartridge must be dusty at this point. It's been there for a month or so. Yeah. Know. That's I mean, why people The are community is what makes it good. Yeah, the community really sets it up. Having fun with your friends and stuff like that. I agree with that completely, JB. Like, just like, I don't know, and I kind of feel like it almost shows... Not necessarily desperation, but it shows how attached people are to Animal Crossing when even if you're at like your most bored or even when we're like completely sick to death of the game, it's okay, we well, are actively going to sit down and like pour hours into making like trivia games to make like some type of a trivial pursuit thing in the mm -hmm. game or we're gonna come up with some like hot pepper challenge to do a dreamy hunt, like an islander hunt. Yeah. So <laughs> I do feel that we're starting to find a way to make the game more interesting in an, you know in ourselves, but in terms of the game in general, I don't know, but I don't think it's too late for them to add stuff. Yeah, and with E3 coming around the corner, but that's later, that's later. We'll get to that part. 
Uh, do you think uh, the pandemic played a part on how famous it is? Yeah, I think a lot of people just wanted to be able to get outside when they couldn't. So in this game, you were able to just run around, be outside. Almost people became quite obsessed with being able to interact with their villagers because you couldn't go out and see people. So I guess they wanted to do that as well. Um, a lot of people had a lot of free time. Like we said, the only reason we picked this game up was because we knew we needed something to do. Mm-hmm. And this had just been released. And I feel like there'll have been a lot of people in the same position. Like, okay, I need something to do. And I almost feel like Animal Crossing kind of dying out a little bit has been correlated with the pandemic, like the lockdowns and things easing. Because as JB said, it was all about a community. And so people would be like, okay, well, let's host this event. Whereas now people are like, okay, I'm going back to work. I'm able to go out for a meal with my friends. It's less of okay. I'm gonna head online to see who wants to play. Yeah, yeah it does play I mean, that social part. There must have been something about Animal Crossing specifically, though, that would have made it more popular during the pandemic. Because people always say, you know, it it blew up in popularity because people wanted something new to play, and that was kind of the only thing coming out. But literally, I think either on that same day or maybe a week before. We saw the release of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX, a game that I actually really, really loved, and I kind of want to get back into it. But it's like Pokemon is extremely popular. Like we've seen people, maybe scalpers, literally like rugby tackle each other in like Walmart to get their hands <laughs> on a few packs of Pokemon cards. Yeah. So it's kind of like, why did Animal Crossing see so much success and leave? mystery dungeon very much as the kind of one that was overlooked and i kind of feel that maybe a part of it was that we didn't see and i think me i don't know when the last animal crossing game that released before new horizons was but i think that a lot of releases up you know before this were disappointing ones like people didn't really like amiibo festival so i think a part of nostalgia to be honest, plays a factor in it. I'm not sure if it's just entirely the pandemic. Yeah, I think the pandemic helped, but nostalgia especially, because they did release, yeah. I think, New Leaf in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. No, let me let me make sure I got this right, because I don't want to say that and then me be wrong. <laughs> uh, it got released in 2012. Ooh, way before. Way oh before. Oh my gosh. So there was an opening for like when they... Uh, like animal crossing content like you said the uh the board game that they came out with i don't what was the name of it again i forgot it was for the wii U. amiibo festival amiibo festival there yeah. we go it was amiibo and festival but you had to have so many additional amiibos. things to make use of that yeah yeah and amiibo. it wasn't what people wanted people wanted an animal crossing game and that just wasn't it it was like a mario party kind of game and uh, it, every console that Nintendo released, they released an Animal Crossing. So when the Wii U did not have that, people were pretty upset about that. So the Switch coming out, everybody knew it was coming. And the nostalgia played a huge part in that because they were like, it's coming finally, you know? Like, we skipped the console. It needs to be out now. Everybody's waiting for this. But New Leaf did hold a lot of people over because it was such a good game. Like, there was a lot more to do. But it also died out. Just uh, like New Horizons. But yeah, I agree with both of you yeah. guys. I think both of them played a really good role in it. 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of factors that just came together at the right time to just make that work. And honestly, I don't think the next Animal Crossing game that they come out with is going to be nearly as popular, but I don't know. I can see a lot of people, like an Animal Crossing game, say the fifth release you know, in the future, being the one to maybe bring it back up. Because I think, obviously... Like you, like we've said before, nostalgia really does sell things, mm-hmm. and so for people that maybe were in the final year of school during the pandemic that relied on Animal Crossing, maybe when they get to an age where they're getting a bit nostalgic and stuff, they pick up the most recent game, and then you know people go on this. Oh, remember you know twenty like yeah. 19, I mean, 20. I think it's fair to say that we know more people over the age of twenty five that play the game than under twenty five. It'd be a bit weird if we knew a lot. Okay, but people that we've become associated yeah, with are in the channel and that kind of thing. Definitely. Like, we've definitely met more people over 25 that are like, oh yeah, I love Animal Crossing. I played it as a child and that's why I've got this game. Yeah. I knew it was coming out on the Switch. I waited till it did to get the Animal Crossing Switch. I wanted to get the Animal Crossing Wii U, but it was a flop. Like, they didn't make one. They didn't make the most of Animal Crossing on that console, all that kind of thing. I mean, I'm nostalgic for New right. Horizons now, and it's not even fallen off completely yeah. yet. Yeah, I mean, speaking about Halloween was, like, making me very nostalgic for the game. Just like, oh, it's been like that. It brings that spark and I don't, back. Yeah. I don't know what made me move so far away from the game as I have, but... Just just speaking about Halloween, I was just like, oh, I miss doing that. That was really good. Yeah, like, say what we like about the game, but there's going to be, like, some type of weird situation where I'm some, like, 50-year-old man and, like, someone opens up YouTube and the New Horizons theme plays and I'm like, oh, back in my day. Bliss. <laughs> I think uh, they slowed down a lot of the updates, especially during the pandemic year. Yeah. Uh, the The updates started to waver a little bit and we started getting less and less for each update and that's a little bit upsetting especially because you're expecting characters from older games to pop up again yeah and i think they did a good job adding characters over the year especially because they're free updates and not dlcs but i do think they could there could have been a lot more effort put into it that would have kept the game a little bit alive and people are just getting bored because of that like you said you said you stopped playing it I mean, I think I'd agree with everything that you were saying. I think the updates became very diluted in that it started off with nearly every update there was going to be some form of new NPC. JB and I used to stay up till the um till they were released at about one AM, I think. Because when the update was released, you could go over to Harv's Island and scan in the amiibo and actually meet the new NPC before the event happened. So that was like this ritual that we used to do. We'd literally just stay awake ready to do that. And then obviously with the last few updates, there's not really been any NPCs. And to some extent, I I know that we've spoke to people that have said they feel like Nintendo didn't actually give them the two or three years of updates as promised. It's almost like they've time-locked events that have already happened. Then the update is you get back what you already had. Like you did May Day last year congratulations Mm. here's your update it's may day again and people were a bit like no you know yeah here's two updates means something new something's changed something you know there's going to be some form of development 
and it's just become back of you know you had this before you can have it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> i completely agree with that they give you like one to two items more or like a few items more and expect you to be okay with that uh we were promised yeah. free updates and the game wasn't even finished when it released it felt like an empty game because once you got to that milestone of getting uh, uh him like the uh musician kk slides to your island it kind of felt empty you know it's like yeah. i'm done I with that what do i do <laughs> i mean arguably i think one of the best updates of the last maybe four updates might may not be classified as a free update the sanrio one was one that at least got us to turn the game back on for a little while no matter how brief to see new characters the corresponding items and obviously you had to get your hands on the amiibo cards to do that which mm -hmm. presented a huge challenge in itself because nintendo notoriously don't print enough cards for amiibo series and that kind of thing so it was kind of demand. disappointing that nobody that so few people got their hands on those but i think for us personally that was one of the only updates that made us come back to the game for at least a little while yeah i didn't even get to jump back for that i wasn't interested and and i think it catches some people but it, other people are waiting for other things i was the other people that were waiting for other things so i didn't jump back on for the sanrio but i did see a lot of hype for it so i know nintendo did something right with it they did but again there was the issue of they're not printing enough amiibo cards they tried to monitor that it was one per household um but you know we spoke to people who were like yeah i just told nintendo i live in a block of flats that's how i got eight packs and it's mm. like oh gosh so it wasn't monitored they wanted to monitor it so that they couldn't be scalpers they everyone would manage to get access to them but it ultimately didn't work too well yeah i'd agree with that in fact one of the best updates that i feel recently and i, don't, I, and I say recently i actually have no idea the time frame of this but you know the one that introduced more custom designs on like tr standees. Oh, that was that Cause was creatively okay. that did wonders for like people still playing. But I don't think it was enough to bring a lot of people back. Like we've got this friend, Smash, and they fell off the game and they started playing it again. But then it was kind of like, well, once you found that new level of creativity, do you then have the energy to tear down your island and find a space for it or do you just add stuff on and then you're done it's like you know it, it becomes very tedious when your own island is the thing that's getting in your way mm -hmm. and it's really hard to tear apart like i spent three hours trying to flatten out my whole island and get rid of everything it's yeah really i mean i think there's certain people who if a new update came out like here's another building find somewhere for it they wouldn't know what to do because the everyone's island is obviously some people have been deconstructing their island but most people's islands are finished they've got the design they're happy with the design they wouldn't want it changed in any way and to that end it's like what do you do because even when new items come out they don't want to touch their island they've put people have put like 1000 hours or so into making their island what it is so they don't want to change it the updates if anything are going to hinder them because they don't want to mess with the island they've created to introduce new npcs could be new buildings and that kind of thing which they probably don't think they've got room for 
So I guess maybe part of the reason that people are getting burnout is because they almost feel like they've completed the game. You know, their island design is done. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, uh, that brings me into the next point. Like, uh, people that are, are like, like done with it, they don't want anything more added to it or the, otherwise they'd have to make room and tear things out. Like JB said, uh, do you, what do you think about the people that are restarting their islands? Like, would you guys do it personally? Um, personal goals in the next couple of weeks is that I want to start streaming as part, and as part of that stream, I do want to reset my island. It's something I've been working on is kind of clearing it. So it is something I want to do, but that being said, that's on my second Switch. So JB got me a Switch for Christmas, so I had my own island. That's the one that I'd want to restart the first island that we had together is so like nostalgic we still have our original two villagers that invited us to the that met us on the island so there is nothing that would make us like hard reset that and lose those islanders yeah. <laughs> that's not an option there's been times when we're like okay let's flatten the island and do a different theme but never fully resetting yeah, mm. uh, a lot of people have reset their islands. It's been a big like, thing mm. for the past month. Yeah, we've seen so many streamers like kind of make that a series, and it's definitely something interesting. I can definitely see the appeal, and I think, you know, obviously, Millie, I think you're interested in doing that. But for me personally, that's not something that I would ever do, not just because of the kind of attachment to the original island. It's just... I couldn't imagine, like, Having I'm kind of bored now. Yeah. I'm a bit bored now with all my items, with all my bells, all my islanders. That to just have none of that is like, I don't know if that's going to, like, make me more excited to have less. I don't know. Yeah, and that plays into the game being replayable again as well. Because when you're yeah. playing from the beginning of Animal Crossing, it's it's a lot of work to get all that stuff. It takes a lot of time. Like, you guys would set alarms to get this going. And I, I personally wouldn't have the drive to do that anymore. No, we certainly wouldn't. Like, when we started the channel, we wanted to... Well, when it transitioned to JB and Millie, and it was, like, the height of the pandemic, we were like, okay, we've got all this time. Let's dedicate ourselves to daily island tours. So, I, and this was before Dream Suites. So I'd be on Twitter. I'd set up three tours a day so we had a chance to get ahead. And we would sit and record three different tours every day. We'd be working with time zones from Australia to America. There was one time when we set an alarm for 5am because it was the only time somebody in America could record was 5am our time. Like, we were very dedicated <laughs> to this game. And then, like we said, it's just... It, it's not fully fallen away. We, we've done an island tour in the last week, I want to say. Well, to be fair, back then we we were at home, so we could literally record any time we wanted with no problem. Like, being here because we had to move, like, this place is so noisy and so loud. Our only recording windows are typically from 11pm to whenever we drop asleep, and that's not the most ideal, like, setting, because that's tiredness, you know... As yeah. well as fatigue. I will admit I've fallen asleep doing a video before just because that that is our recording window. Like, 
we now have to live with JV's, I don't, I don't want to say have to because they're your family, but we live with JV's family and so there's three of them constantly coming in and out of the house. Every dogs. time they come in and out of the house, the dogs start barking. Every time someone walks past the gate, a dog starts barking. So it's kind of like, okay, everyone will be in bed by 11. We can start recording then. And, you know, like we said, we can try recording till like 3, 4 a.m. sometimes. And I think it was an island tour. I once fell asleep and JB was just like, we good. Yeah, but I kind of feel bad because obviously, like, like, YouTube isn't just about numbers on what gets views. But when we, we do have that limited window, I always try and have a good mix of what we love to record and what's going to get more views, like an island tour or something. But then, obviously, because it's like doing an island tour at, like, 1am, that's just... Uh, when you've already is... got burnout for the game, to then try to be awake enough at 1am to play that game for Even a video... Yeah, it, that's when it... That, like I said, that was the time I just fell asleep because I had such bad burnout, and it was just getting so late that I just couldn't engage with it. Yeah, you want to, like, capture that audience so they could watch your other stuff, too. Like, it's it's kind of hard to choose from that, especially when you're burnt out. And I feel for you guys for, uh, like, uh, the sounds in the background of other people. And it's kind of hard to work around everybody else, especially when they're not aware. Uh, I used to live with my mom. I've been doing YouTube since 2011. And when I was younger, I would try to do YouTube. It, it was to the point where I was okay with them being in the back of the video. <laughs> so I would just let them do their thing and I would add it to the video just to, like, make fun of that. But it is it is stressful yeah. to to do that because you you want your space for yourself and especially when you have to do certain times that like like you were saying when people before the dream suite you would have to meet them at that time because that was the only way you could see their island that adds yeah. a, like an even tighter schedule to your already tight schedule. We actually bought a diary at the very start to like set up these island tours with everybody. We had a poster where JB had all these post-it notes attached and it was like tour one, tour two, and it'd be the name of, like, it'd be their Twitter, right? it'd be their island name. We were like very like methodical with everything at the start and it did slowly, I guess, fall apart as we lost interest for the game and had to move and all that kind of thing. Oh, I kind of miss that though. I feel like the Dream Suite took a bit of like personalization away from it for like, I guess for me. Because I, it motivated me so much to to just have that kind of feeling like this person is physically taking like half an hour out of their day to show us round. And then they're excited to see the video, like if they took that time. Like mm -hmm. throughout the early days, we had so many people saying, you know, thank you so much for this. You know, I put it on the TV and I watched it with my family. Yeah, that was and really. Yeah. With Dream Suites, it's still good, but we don't kind of get that anymore. It's just. Oh, can we use? Yeah. Can we visit this dream suite, please? Oh yeah, of course. That's lovely. Thanks. You're right. It did have a more personal element to it. So, for example, I think the first fifty, maybe sixty island tours we did was before the dream suite, and we actually have a group of friends at this point who we've done island tours of, and just because, like, so the first island tour that we ever did. Somebody had put a tweet out saying that they wanted to be able to do an, a tour of, like, they wanted to be able to have a video of their island, but the screen captures 30 seconds for the Switch. Like, did anybody have a game card, a capture card that could help them out do, to do that? 
and JB just happened to be awake at 3 a.m. in the morning for some reason <laughs> and came across that tweet and was like, okay, this is the start of Island Tours. We can, we can do this. Like, this person's asking for some help. Surely there's other people that would be too. And that was kind of the start of it. But as JB was saying, and I was kind of alluding to that, like the personal element in that that person that we did the first Island Tour for we did our first island tour nearly a year ago now. Yeah. And we still play games with that person, like Among Us or Jackbox or something, at least once every two, three weeks. Yeah, even today. Yeah. It was just a dream suite. We probably never would have spoken again, which is kind of... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I just kind of feel that way. You're like building a community based on it because you're making new friends. And I think that's yeah. the awesome part of Animal Crossing is bringing people together like that. Yeah, it is. I guess the issue now is, unfortunately, maybe it's like my personal laziness, but it's just, if we're going to do an island tour, just, yeah, can we find a, like a dream address? Yeah, it's certainly changed. Like, it used to be, let's set up a time with the creator for them to show us around. After the tour, it was, okay, let's send them... A list of questions we'll do a q a how many hours did they put in but then like time just became so kind of limited that it was okay we can't physically set up a time anymore where we'd be free and the creator would be free we can't sit around waiting for a few days for them to send the questions back because we don't have the storage space on the laptop the files had started corrupting because we were running out of storage and it, it, yeah, I I don't know if it was some tech problems as well that maybe influenced yes, Animal Crossing as well. Well, no, you you actually got it spot on there because, like we say, being in this new situation, and a lot of the creators were American based. We we like the times just weren't lining up for it to hit that kind of eleven p.m. to this time mark. But Dream Suites used to just be something that we used to patch things. Like, if there were technical errors, like you were saying, in the middle of an island tour, we'd say, okay, we can fill that in on the Dream Suite. And now yeah. it's just the main thing. <laughs> kind of like this Nintendo right Online now. could be a bit better with Animal Crossing, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I don't miss about island tours, is when the internet would disconnect. You'd have to, like, hop onto Twitter because it took too long to type in the game, saying, like... You know, the internet cut out when we're at this place. Can we restart from here? Yeah, that yeah, was and it takes stressful. forever to, like, go to somebody else's island. It takes forever. Yeah. The loading screen, it lasts forever. And that has part to do with their servers and part to do with the hardware. <laughs> See, we once had... Okay, so we had a friend... Um, who again I think we'd done an island tour of their island and they invited us to their birthday party in Animal Crossing and it got to the stage where our internet had been the fault of everybody getting kicked off the island so many times that they were literally like okay thank you but do you want to just like stay on discord and not fly back over this time because it is just so disruptive oh, no. <laughs> it starts getting stressful it does. yeah Oh man! Well, I'm glad that you guys were able to do that and like start a community because you guys do deserve where you're at. Like that many Thank subs you. right now. You guys have awesome content. I was strolling through before, 
the the call and watching some of your guys' videos. You guys do good videos. I I enjoy your guys' content. You guys do deserve Thank way you. more than what you have, but I I guarantee you'll get it soon. Thank, Thank you so much. Oh. I mean, I think we're quite lucky in like you know it's like you were saying earlier that having two people kind of makes it a bit different. In that we can have more of like a conversation, we can almost sometimes bully each other a little bit. <laughs> I know that I might disagree with JB, and that can turn into borderline bullying on occasion. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and and you guys like can team up on uh, things, and you're able to handle multiple things out at once. Like some of you guys can do like the the posting, the tags, the thumbnails, and the other person will be doing the social media and sharing and all that. It it, it allows you to reach further without stressing only one person out. It does. Like we very we came up with an agreement. Um, I want to say in September. So, and that was that we were starting our masters at university, and it was also when we were kind of at one of our best stages with um youtube because home circuit and stuff was coming out and so we made an agreement that jb was taking all the channel stuff and i was taking the like real life college stuff and we'd record together he'd do the tags and description i'd do the learning because it was all remote learning yeah and then kind of just catch him up afterwards and we divided it up really well and i think because of that we managed to kind of do as many uploads as we did because there was one time when we spoke to I think it was Beardo Benjo and they told us you can do three uploads a day in terms of notifications and stuff. So we made it a rule like we're uploading three times a day, and the only reason that we actually managed to do that is because there's more than one person. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's such a good dynamic, and I enjoy it as well because obviously like there's then discussions behind the scenes of what we're in the mood for in terms of content and stuff like that. And, I don't know, I, I enjoy it a lot because then I get, like, encouraged, you know, when, like, I can say, what do you think of this thumbnail? Like, what needs changing there? Like, what do you think about this? Yes. And a lot of, like, people that watch us are, like, really, really sweet. They're like, you know, oh, if you ever need any, like, mods when you start streaming, please let us know. And it's like, that's really sweet, but I kind of don't feel like we're ever going to get to the stage where we need mods. Not necessarily for lack of viewership, although that is kind of a bit of it now. But just like, say, if Millie was streaming, I could just sit there in the chat as like a moderator. And it's like, for now, I reckon it's a pretty good setup. With yeah, yeah, that's a good tag team right there. I, I, love you. I love you guys for like being able to figure that out. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, admittedly, the channel has consumed our life a little bit. Like, there'll be times when I wake up in the morning to JB going, we got four more subscribers during the night. Check this out. Yeah. Like, that'll be the greeting some mornings. Just like, look at the sub count. <laughs> or I managed to get that video out when you'd fallen asleep or something like that. Like, the predominant, like, first conversation in the day will be some form of channel update. Yeah, which is I don't know if that's. But it's really up. nice because I feel like we've got we've got so busy with like uni and then looking for jobs and that kind of thing that the channel almost makes us take some time out. So it's like, okay, well we need to do a video, so let's play this game together. That maybe we wouldn't focus as much on. Sp
spending time together playing games and stuff if, if it wasn't for the channel? I would, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, because or I don't know if we'd be doing something else, because one thing we had to kind of give up a bit to do the channel the way we've done it, not like we'd have to, like, we no one forced us to do the channel, but, like, in terms of time, I was reading a lot, and I always said, the second we hit 1,000, I'm going to take a week off, and I'm just going to finish a book completely. But... Yeah, you've not read... A... Yeah. See, we used to collect books. We have, like, over 2,000 books, I want to say. Oh, man. And JB's not completed a book since we started the channel. And it's it's killed me a bit inside. But at the same time, I definitely agree that without the channel, you would there would be no, like, okay, let's this new game's coming out. Like, I probably wouldn't have got Pokemon Snap if it wasn't, you know, for yeah, the channel. It was like, okay, so now we're going to enjoy this and another game. We played Stardew Valley on the channel one time each. We really liked it, but it wasn't something that we would have necessarily have done for content because the way we're recording, we have to sit quite far back from the TV and we find, like, stuff for Stardew Valley is quite difficult to see. Yeah, the graphics kind of seem better in handheld so you're closer to the screen but you know just mm -hmm. having the channel opened us up to the possibility of stardew valley and then we enjoyed it a lot in handheld mode see i've just remembered something else animal crossing related sorry to take it back a couple of stages <laughs> you're all good i actually used to find the game really immersive like you know when it got dark on the island i yeah. couldn't be in a light room i used to have to like sit in the bedroom and turn the lights off so I felt like it was the right level of darkness so I could see the screen properly. <laughs> yeah. And I used to, I I just used, like we said, we used to set alarms. I used to turn lights off so it felt like it was like the right level of darkness for playing the game. It, it Just like some of the conversations that we were having about like early days of the channel just took me back to like, JB used to like, see I'd make dinner uh, we'd eat dinner and then JB would go and wash up and while G JB was washing up, I'd just sit there with the lights off like in my little Animal Crossing world. But legit though, that is such so much nostalgia. Maybe it's because we did need to to leave home that like this kind of hits me a bit harder. But literally, one thing that we did non-stop then that we don't do now is Mystery Island tours, you know, where you like go and chop trees. Yeah. And no word of a lie, like just listening to the the sound, the song that mm -hmm. plays on those Mystery Island tours takes takes me right back. We used to fight to like, so a bit of happiness, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need this. See, JB talking there about collecting resources. We used to fight so much Break all the <laughs> over the stones on the island. Yeah, I didn't you're get limited. it at first. Yeah, so I didn't get it at first. I just used to keep breaking them. <laughs> like no. I, I don't know how it happened but every time i hit one i broke it <laughs> and jv was like where's all the stones and i was like it's okay <laughs> one will respawn tomorrow and then he'd go on the game the next day like where's the rock and i was like i don't know knowing <laughs> fine well that i'd gotten the switch before he had that morning I accidentally <laughs> broken the new rock that had spawned that day and i had to try and convince him that he just needed to look at a different part of the island <laughs> I, you were just calling him crazy <laughs> yeah like, just oh, like just it'll tired. be there somewhere i've not been on yet today just, just keep looking did you did you find out how you were breaking it you're eating fruits and stuff yeah i see i feel like i was kind of doing it deliberately because i knew that you could get so many but then if you ate something and hit it again you'd get another piece or something 
So I feel like I was doing it for that literally just one extra just one piece extra. of stone. <laughs> yeah. But JB honestly used to get so annoyed that whenever it came to his turn on the switch, because I've always woken up before him. So like whenever it got to his turn on the switch, the rocks were all gone. Yeah, th that's one of the no, things like, that was There was no, like, wood left to get from the trees or anything. <laughs> well, like... You never told me you were doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's just oh, no! <laughs> I just reignited a fight. Oh, no! <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, seven months later. <laughs> this is where the truth comes out on a podcast. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like how they had limited supplies either, though. Because you were only limited some per day, so you had to get on every day to like make sure you stock up for a future when you would actually need it. <laughs> that was one of the hard things yeah. about Animal Crossing. I used to have a routine of like the order of the island I'd go around to make sure I hit every tree and that kind of thing. Like, but one thing, um, going back to the like, Animal Crossing burnout, I feel like one thing that made JB get that quite a, quite far before I did maybe is he had what he called play two syndrome for the longest time. So he didn't get any of the tasks from Tom Nook of you need to craft this because three new islanders are on the way. You need to help these people place mm -hmm. these tents. He just turned up and it was, you can get a DIY and you can do some crafting. Because I'd been player one. And I guess when we first got Never it, we didn't... Never donated to Blathers. Yeah, you couldn't donate to Blathers or anything, could you? And like... When we first got the game, we didn't read the box, so we were like, okay, it's either going to be that we can both create a separate one or something. And then he just turned up on my island, and I was a bit like, I don't yeah. want you here, you can have this corner. I don't want you. <laughs> like, I physically made him cross over the river, so he wasn't on my part of the island. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> yeah, it, but yeah, it he does got, suck he got that the they worst play two syndrome. <laughs> it does suck that they limited it for everybody for that. Yeah. Oh, and man. then, like I was saying, it was limited as to how many resources you could get. So if I'd gone around the island chopping trees before he woke up, he couldn't then get any on his account because it was limited to three bits of wood per tree for the entire like thing. So he'd wake up, there'd be no wood left, there'd be no stones left. Oh, and he just, you just spent his entire time like going on mystery islands or something. <laughs> so many Nook Mile tickets <laughs> wasted. <laughs> uh, I hear JB At in the back. Point, he kind of shared. <laughs> At one point, I think we actually planted some trees near his garden, so he at least had some wood that he like claimed was his. No, but you still got those. <laughs> I believe you'd been on and not utilized Mate, it. Yeah, but you didn't warn me. I just <laughs> no, I don't like it. Millie, you're a thief. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh gosh, that adds something because you have another player. It adds <laughs> that uh, extra like fun to it because of that. Those kind of moments too. Even though like it might have not been the the best memory, it was still nostalgia to remember. <laughs> Yeah, it was so funny. And even like when you could only get one item in the in Nook's Cranny, mm -hmm. the like fight to get on first in the morning of <laughs> who would get that item, who would find the fossils, who would get their name on the museum donations when there was new bugs and fish, like <laughs> on the first of the mo every month we'd be like 
almost fighting over who got to go on the Switch first to get the new bugs to donate them and have their name in the museum. <laughs> oh, man. We oh, were so you, competitive. You used to lie to me, and I remember that. <laughs> it was before I found out that if you go into, like, the Critopedia, it shows, like, it says donated if you've, like, donated it or not. And I'd be so excited, because in order to... When you find a new <laughs> bug, it says yes. I found such and such versus just I got such and such. Yeah. And I would be so excited, like, oh, in your face, look at this, I've got a new one. And you'd go, oh, yeah, I donated that yesterday. And I'd be <laughs> so upset. And I didn't know that I could check. And all the time, you would just then catch that one later and donate them. <laughs> You're giving him a sense Although... of untrust. <laughs> <laughs> Although, admittedly, if it was something really rare, so it was worth a lot of bells, I used to let him donate it just so I could sell it. And have oh, more yeah. bells to pay my house off. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And Millie was the nefarious <laughs> version of you guys. Yeah, everyone thought Tom Nook was bad until they've heard how I was playing this game with JB. <laughs> the real capitalist. Well, to be fair, JB, you should have been setting your alarm and getting up early and beat the early bird. No, I, I, I couldn't do it. Uh. <laughs> that's fair. Oh man, that's that. You guys are funny. Oh, well, now that we've gotten, like, past all of the stuff for Animal Crossing, uh, E3 is on its way, and you know Nintendo is going to make a big announcement. Uh, what what are you guys' expectations for what's coming as for Animal Crossing and updates? Um, well, this isn't necessarily an expectation. I did, we did actually just finish recording a podcast about this, so... I don't know, I really wanted to see more in terms of Nintendo diving into the realm of augmented reality, because we've mm. spoken a little bit about Home Circuit here, and for all I don't think there's necessarily going to be an augmented Animal Crossing thing, I'd have liked to have seen like an equivalent of Mario Kart Home Circuit, but with Pokemon Snap, so as opposed to controlling your cart, you control that little hoverboard that you have, and you almost design little courses around, say, your living room where Pokemon will pop up, almost a bit like a console version of Let's of like Pokemon Go. But I don't think that that's very likely at all. It's just something a bit out of the box that I thought of that maybe would be cool. But anything augmented reality, I think, would be mind blowing. Well, you never know. I, I mean, think they dipped their of... toe into it with Home Circuit, with Mario Home Circuit. I think yeah. they kind of dipped their toe um... into it. Before they did that, you'd literally heard nothing about Nintendo and augmented reality except for those like 3DS cards. So even if they leave it, leave it another few years, I don't think it's out of the question that we see more augmented reality from them. Yeah, I think in terms of E3, I aren't expecting too much Animal Crossing here. I think I'm going to be really excited. I'm going to want to watch it, hoping there's going to be something. And then it's going to be like, oh, this is Zelda's anniversary. We said on the last direct that we couldn't release a trailer for this for this game. Well, here it is. That's what I'm dreading. That's what I expect. But, oh, no, but what I'd really Zelda. like, <laughs> <laughs> what I'd really like is something Animal Crossing because that was like where my main passion was for Nintendo. I'd like the main thing I'd like is some functionality to the pier. I mm. want there to be a boat that turns up there that takes you to another island. So. I believe we were told that in one Animal Crossing game, you could visit a different island where there's Newly. almost like mini games. Yeah. Yeah, so you could go to a different island, you could play these mini games, 
maybe like you know you can do that till your inventory's full and then you have to come back to empty it out into your house or something that's fine but i would love to see some functionality to the pier and like it getting to take you somewhere i mean i think the entire community is back in brewster i'd love it if there was another like building to add to the island for them because I feel like a few people need to almost be forced to shake their island up a bit to get them back into the game. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like a lot of people feel like, oh, I've completed it. My island's finished. So I guess it'd been really nice for there to be something that makes them go, oh, no, I need... Not like because I want them to have a negative experience, but something that makes them go, okay, this is a game changer. I need to shift some things around. I need to rethink at least a certain section yeah and see they they had the mini games like you were talking about uh for the other island in new leaf but they added them in a different way to new horizons like uh you know when your animals are like hey let's uh find this uh present and if you find where i dug it up you can have it or something like that and they added uh the catching bugs for for uh when the i don't remember his name but he comes to your island and he's like catch this many bugs or even the uh challenge for when ah the fish guy i keep forgetting their names but they they would like have you do like challenges. flick and cj thank you they would have you do challenges those were the mini games that new leaf had when you'd go to a different island and they added it in a different way so i don't think they're gonna add it i feel like they need to take you to another island though at least maybe even in an addition yeah. or or something like that to like add more flair so i completely understand where you're coming from it would be a lot better than just adding you know a coffee shop on your town to add, to add something yeah. outside of it i something else people have said that they'd like is a paid dlc where you could almost buy a second island to decorate so mm-hmm. you could use the pier as a method of transport to get between whatever islands you have bought to then design i guess that would be a lot more complex like do you have a resident services on every one of those islands is it just plain land that you then build on there'd be a lot of complications to that i guess yeah but i just i think my main thing is i would like to see a new building and I would like some functionality to the pier. They're like my two big things. Because I remember first playing the game like, why is there an airport on a deserted island when they've got a perfectly functional pier they could have used? I don't know why, but that was one thing that always got to me. Yeah. Not a clear why. <laughs> I agree but, with you. Yeah, that I'd love to see some no functionality. Reason. Yeah. <laughs> that pier. Yeah, it's literally been... just you can go fishing off it. And yeah. It's like, I'd like to see some more than just catching a few fish once a year. Yeah, especially if you already got all that fish, and many people do. Many people already caught all of them. Yeah, like, so many people time-traveled so early and filled their museums within a few months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So I guess it lost all functionality after that. Yeah. I mean, I guess to make bells with, like, high-end fish, you could sell them for more, but... I think a lot of people are kind of set with bells already. Yeah, and I guess if you want to do that now, there's the deep sea diving update. You get more from diving than you do fishing. Yeah. That was fun, I kind of feel. But again, it it just then became another one of, like, your daily activities, which is just kind of... Yeah, uh... it was almost like you had a chores list. Yeah. 
like I need to go and get a DIY from Pascal, I need to pick the weeds on my island, I need to, you know, catch this fish today because it's just come into season. Wake I genuinely over. feel like my chores list was bigger for Animal Crossing than it was for our home. Yeah. <laughs> I see that. I completely see that. They did add more chores <laughs> than they did add more fun. <laughs> That that's the one thing that I was hoping Animal Crossing would do is like uh they they they've already added all the emotes and stuff that you're able to do. I was hoping that they would do like a I don't I don't know like a mini game based off the emotes. I was really hoping for that. So like when you would start an emote, you would like yeah. be able to like maybe tap the screen or something and you'd like singing or or playing instruments and stuff like that. I wanted one of those things, like just to add yeah. even a little bit more to the games, or even where you have like arcade games inside your house, you can go to them and play them like you were able to do in the previous Animal Crossing games. There was even one where you could play all the older mm -hmm. like NES games. I wish they would like add that to Animal Crossing. That'd be amazing. Even like the snooker table, you could almost. We've seen so many digital formats have been able to play that that you'd think that they could make that a mini game. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I'd really like more interaction with is Islanders. So I think it might be because I'm lazy, but I never unlocked a villager portrait. I think it'd be really nice if there was almost a progress bar or a progress meter on like, this is your friendship stage with this character. It could be in order to give them more interaction and to boost that. If you go and see Isabel, there could be a functionality like tell me about this villager or tell me about this islander. And it could it could be that Isabel tells you that they're not very well that day, so you need to take medicine round. It could be that that could even be part part of the morning announcement, like this person had a call from home, so you know to go and see them because they're gonna want to talk about it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or even just on the notice board. I would like to see, in terms of you were talking about villagers, like one thing I hate doing now is logging onto the game at night and they're all asleep. I'd like almost, and this is talking about stuff like The Sims, or maybe even just going back to games I used to put hours and hours into when I was little, like, like Club Penguin. I would like, like a nightlife package almost for oh. Animal Crossing, where maybe there was some like disco, because we were like admiring your channel, Random. Um, about Mario Party, and my favourite game from the new Mario Party game is the rhythm mini game where you kind of need to copy Waluigi's dance moves. Yeah. It'd be cool if you could like have to copy people's emotes, like there was KK Slider who mm. was dancing, maybe Friday night Nooks opens up at night and it's you get to go upstairs. I want to like a party used room. to be in an old Animal Crossing game. Like we said, we've not played JB and I haven't played them before, so I'm not sure which one. Yeah. But I feel like there was one when it was DJ KK where there was a physical building you went to for that. But also with the firework displays, I feel like yeah, that, that kind good. of kept them out a bit later. Yeah. That was actually that was really fun. And I liked that a lot. I just wish that the island wasn't completely like a ghost town at night, that there was just something to do that you can't do in the daytime. See, our island design was perfect for the fireworks season. It was when we just done our Hunger Games island. Yeah. And one of the scenes in the second Hunger Games is like a firework display. <laughs> so we'd use all these like Hunger Games custom designs of like the mocking jay and stuff, just flashing up as fireworks. That was a real highlight for me of it's playing perfect. Animal Crossing. <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, there was, uh, like, remember when I was talking about ordinance earlier? Ordinances that you would be able to set? Uh, New Leaf, they had one called Night Owl, too, that reminded me of what you just said, JB, is you'd be able to, uh, like, keep your animals up all night and they would sleep during the day. That, that, not exactly what you're saying, but that, like, ordinances, like, party time at night or something like that would be nice, you know, setting certain events to happen in the middle of the night would be kind of nice as well. It would be good. I'd imagine them shying away from that now because, like, they don't want parents going, you know, how dare you encourage my child Mm. to stay up till, like, 4 a.m. See, I feel like that's another thing that I've, you know, led to JV and I arguing about the game in the early days because (laughs) I'm, like, a full-on morning person. I think it's, like, criminal to be in bed past, like, 10 a.m. Whereas JV would love to be, like able to stay in bed till 3pm so I feel like if he'd have got the game first he'd have been like night owl setting whereas I'd have been like early bird setting and I'd probably be telling him off for keeping our villagers up all night because I'd want to go on the game in the morning and they'd all be asleep it'd be like a teeter-totter like no my villagers (laughs) I was so childish with this game when we first got it I like JB said, I used to tell him that I donated things that I hadn't just so I could get my name in the museum more times. Like, I'm a 20-something, like, woman, and I was acting, like, younger than a teenager. Uh, honestly, by that, I was you're, you're like my spirit animal. I was 22 years old when I was doing this. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I was 22 and lying about donating things to the museum in Animal Crossing to get my name in there four times. Just evil. That's the fun of it, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I almost feel like I'm so lucky to have got to experience the game with, like, sharing an island with somebody. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it did add a new dynamic to it that was really fun. Yeah, you got yeah. a whole different experience from everybody else. Both of you guys did. Like, mine was mostly yeah. alone, so... It, it was a whole different thing hearing from you guys, and that, that sounds fun. <laughs> I, that, that would be something We've... I'd want to look forward to, too. Yeah. It was really good. Like, we spoke to so many couples who both love Animal Crossing. I'm like, oh, so do you share an island? And like, no. Nope. <laughs> you know, we just had a, a different switch here. So we're just like, oh, you missed out. Me and my Sorry. girlfriend don't either. <laughs> she, she like, I think uh, we we bought it, like, as soon like as soon as it came out. Just because we need, wanted our own island and everything. I brought the idea, but <laughs> she always shot it down. <laughs> It's it's a lot we actually, easier. Yeah. We did one island tour where it was a couple <laughs> and the island physically had a line down the middle. Oh, God. And it was oh, like, no. if fossils spawn on one side, they belong to that person. If they spawn <laughs> on the other side, they belong to that person. I would have deliberately been going over to JB's side and breaking rocks so <laughs> they respawned on my side and then told him off if he... Yeah, but then you would have started a war. That would have been yeah. much like, risk or something. <laughs> That would have been a huge, like, uh, JB and Millie war. <laughs> that might have been a good series. It would. <laughs> you know the fence design you can get where it's, like, spikes or, like, yeah. barbed wire? <laughs> the barbed wire that on my side, like, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's awesome. You guys are funny. Yeah, uh, that that's I I love that you guys are able to experience it in a different way, and many others were able to experience it in that way, and that's probably part of the reason why it didn't die as early for you guys, 
as it did for me because i i think it died around like maybe thanksgiving or even before that i stopped playing i got to make it for halloween because that was the only one i was excited for and a little bit of christmas but i had to i think time travel for that one but it was fun yeah and admittedly i really did enjoy the thanksgiving event in that it was nice to see the characters doing something different like when you went into their houses they had new furniture so they could cook the only thing that was really really tedious is there was one type of crab and it was the most difficult thing to get and you and i was lucky i spoke to a villager and the first villager i spoke to was like trade me a mackerel and i'll give you this rare crab and i was like that's great thank you so much (laughs) And then JB, it was JB's turn, and he spent, I want to say, four hours diving for a, for that rare crab oh, that I no. got for a mackerel, <laughs> and he just couldn't find it anywhere. So for JB, I think that was a very, very <laughs> tedious event, and I was very lucky with how it played out for me. Oh, that's rubbish. <laughs> so you guys got to experience some of it way differently, too. And that's fun because yeah. then you guys can come together and talk about it and be like, oh, no, me, I got it easy. <laughs> it kind of rubbed yeah, in his face. Yeah, it was certainly that very competitive nature of, <laughs> I already got that. <laughs> this villager gave it to me. This villager prefers me. It didn't help you, did they? <laughs> it was Lily, though, wasn't it? I see it was Zell. Oh, no, Zell, Zell, Zell's a waste, man. You're just saying that because Zell likes me more. No, no I got I got Zell's portrait. Oh. Yeah, but he you gave it to me. It's mine. Yeah, but I know it was an accident. Zell's mine. No, you're playing games. You're <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think if they can bring life back into Animal Crossing, uh, I, I would definitely go back to it. And that's what I want. But... As for now, I think it's it's ready already digging its grave. Yeah, I think they need an extreme update. Like, yeah. no more of this, oh, it's time locked from last year, so we're going to call it an update when you get it back. It needs to be an actual update. We want to see something new. Like, it's really nice having conversations like this because we've laughed so much about the game and, like, got so nostalgic that I'm almost like... Do you know what? When I said I wanted to like restart my island and stream it, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Like, there were so many good moments of the game that I've only just remembered through having this conversation. But I feel like, despite this positivity, if I went back to the game, I'd get burnout relatively quickly again, yeah. just because it's it. it uh, see, I'm in two mindsets. One is saying there's almost too much, and I'm like. I miss when my island was really simple. I miss when I got excited about getting a DIY from a villager, knowing that I'd be able to utilize it. Whereas now I'm kind of like, I know if I go back, there's just so many things that it's almost too much. I don't know. I kind of think that maybe they've done too many updates where it's here's a new item. We need one that's like, here's a new character. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion, but like I said, I just miss having a really basic island. Like when we first got it, it was Easter. So I remember crafting like the egg bed and putting that on one of the rocks on the beaches and that kind of thing. Whereas now it's just like there's so so many things. I don't know what I'd want to order first, what I'd want to place. 
Yeah, and the new items are all just available in Nook. You don't even need to like go back to the events. You can just go and buy them. But yeah, I can't remember the last time I made something because is it wedding season? You just buy everything. Don't do wedding you? season again? Because I kind of missed out on that. Yeah, one. I liked wedding season. That was my favorite one. I would do that. Legit. Yeah, it was the first series that I did on the channel, and I used to like. I want to say I recorded that before you even woke up, didn't I? Like I'd wake up and record it. And then you'd wake up and then edit it and upload. That was the sweetest thing though, because that was like the like transitional time because like half this series was in that kind of format of just pointing the the camera or like the phone at the TV, and then we got the capture card in the middle of that, and that was fun. Yeah, the capture card changes the game for the recording. <laughs> but yeah, I it does. Yeah, I think that restarting it is a lot harder now because we've already experienced all that stuff that's happened and it, it's not as oh wow i got this like this this is brand new to me it's like oh i got this again cool on to the next thing it's more chorish and that's kind of what animal crossing yeah. New horizons turned to it's more of a chore see the one thing that i found like you know the sanrio update i know you didn't play it personally but you scanned in all six cards, and then about 60 items came up. And it was like, this is 12 days of gameplay to be able to access these items. That's two. That's pretty much two weeks to get everything. It is just too much. Why is there so many things? Like, some of them were really... I don't know, maybe I'm alone in this opinion, but some of them were just things that weren't needed, like a little hair grip or something that I don't think I've ever seen anyone use. Um, and some of it was just really similar to the cute DIY furniture. And I feel like they could have minimised the items so much as opposed to physically been sat there time-travelling for 12 days trying to get everything. Yeah, it, it kind of mm, takes away the gameplay. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know, like, like I said, it's like I'm saying I've got burnout from the game and that they're not doing enough, but then I'm also saying that there's too much. But I think it's too much of one thing. It's too many things where they've just been like, here's 60 Sanrio items, here's 60 Mario items. Yeah, they're just they giving us things to gradually. buy from Nooks. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to being like, here's an NPC, let's collect some DIYs like we did at Halloween. It's just like, here you go, order some more stuff from the ATM. Order some more stuff from the ATM. Yeah, or they couldn't even done what Bunny Day did, where they would have you find the eggs and stuff, and you would get each DIY based on how many you found, and you were able to build them yourself, and it would feel more yeah, more worth it. You, you feel like you worked towards it, instead of, you know, just being like, okay, well, I have the bells because I'm rich now. <laughs> I can just go and buy them. Yeah. You're right, and that's a format that disappeared. So, for example, with um, Festival, if in the old format you'd caught maybe five pink feathers, you'd then get a little notification on the screen like, oh, five pink feathers, I now have an idea for this. Ding, and then you'd get a new DIY. Whereas with that, there wasn't anything... I don't think there was anything substantial to take away from Festival because you got a few items, but then if you wanted anything more, you'd need to time travel back. Yeah, if you wanted to get more and you missed the time frame, you would have to travel back. Yeah. 
as opposed to it been like that thing like we were saying where when you collect so many of a certain thing it's like oh I've just got an idea for a new project hmm and then you just open your phone to see what the new DIY is yeah yeah I like I miss that yeah that's why I think they need to step up their updates and like at least give us something else that is not as chorish but also time consuming that we would enjoy especially because we're leaving the pandemic now a lot of people less people are playing uh they need to capture that audience again and content creators are also getting bored and having to move and like you guys were saying earlier they they like have that scary point of like they have to switch games because it's dying but they can't because that's where their audience is is it, it, it yeah. Nintendo's like everyone's relying on Nintendo at this point for Animal Crossing, and, and that's scary. That's why I'm really hoping for some changes coming on. Yeah, uh, see, you asked us, so I kind of was wondering if I could throw that question back at you and ask you what you'd like to see at E3 for Animal Crossing. Well, if I'm gonna be honest, I don't really care about the coffee shop. <laughs> I did like how you were able to back in the older games give uh other animals orders like if they asked you to get them a coffee you can go and pick it up for them and take it to them and that would like build friendship for each other i don't really care about brewsters though i'd want more of mini games and stuff like that like we have a bunch of games and and instruments on on the island and they they are not utilized because they're just there for pretty i want to be able to like add more you'd be able to play against your animals or you'd be able to get to play against friends that come over um, and, and even with instruments, you could pluck them. That's nice and stuff, but it would be nice to also set like, you know, your own, your own little, like kind of like a keyboard on the switch where you could put it in the handheld and you could pluck the strings with the, like the touchscreen, or you could put it on the TV and be able to like, you know, tap on the things with a little cursor. But also I wanted a vegetable update too, because you know how we have fruit trees and everything yes. and you're able to grow that. I want different like like carrots and we had pumpkins so it's po like those are fruits but like it's possible to like make stuff in the ground <laughs> they could do it if they wanted to I so really many people were saying with so many people were saying with franklin like oh we're getting a cooking update yeah the natural progression from the vegetables to franklin it's gonna be a cooking update i wonder what this is about and it was literally just Okay, go and find me these ingredients and you can do it for one day only. That was the and most I'm disappointing. So sad because we'd been yeah. speculating it on po speculating about it on podcasts for yeah. a few weeks. Science pointed to and it as everyone well. Everyone was saying, look, we've looked at the coding, we've looked at everything. It's a cooking update. And they just missed the mark so much. Like you were saying, there's just so many items that are amazing. But they're just missing that interactivity, like yeah. the teacups. I love them. That's such an amazing oh, they're item. They're so cute. But I want to be able to sit in them. There's like slides. I want to be able to go down the slide. Like, there's just, I just wish there was functionality to the items that they've added into the game. And you know, yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't bode hard. well when like the only functional thing is like a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked how they added that. That was funny. It was the funniest thing. I found it out on accident. <laughs> I ate apples and I was going I was checking out somebody's house and I sat on their toilet and I'm like, oh my god, oh my, my god. apples went away. 
it, it, was, it was those small things that would like make people excited and they could do that with all the items to be able like you could already sit on half of the stuff like tree stumps you could sit on tires you could sit on a lot of stuff like why couldn't they add that for like teacups or 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 like the slides like you were saying there's just so much they could do that they're not doing yet Oh. <laughs> yeah, and the issue is, is I don't know if it's something that they're ever going to do. I don't... I, I think they just need to change the narrative quite a lot, so... And there's been so many speculation videos where people are like, oh, we've looked at the coding and there's two more rooms to come in the museum. And it's just like, well, everyone's been saying that for so long now, but when's this actually going to happen? Because there's been so many updates that are just almost nothingness at this point yeah and, and like we said with the cooking update it, it all signs pointed to that but then you couldn't get it so it's like are all these people who are indicating things due to coding just almost getting excited about what's been glorified that it's not actually there because like we said cooking would have been an amazing concept it added some interactivity but then it just didn't kind of go through. Yeah, and they added it to their other games, like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's like one of the, the, the other mm -hmm. games that they added that to. And it works so well. They could totally do it. Pokemon. Even Pokemon. Like, on Pokemon, you can do a Croydex. And I'm very girly. I don't didn't really play Pokemon. But one thing I loved is going on to JB's Pokemon Sword game and he'd collected berries that could go make curry dexes for the Pokemon. That's something I love doing. There's cooking functionalities even there, and that's to build relationships with the Pokemon. So could you not cook and then deliver it to an islander like you do on your birthday with the cupcakes in order to kind of mm -hmm. gain friendship points, gain new items, gain new ingredients to unlock new recipes or something? There's so much they could do with it. <laughs> There's so much. And that's a good point. I, I like that. I think that would be a good touch on Animal Crossing. And like they would add recipes and you just would collect the fish that you already collect. You collect the bugs that you already collect. And then you would just add them into a dish and find new recipes each time. That would be another fun thing to do. It'd be like, it, 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 it'd just yeah. be fun. <laughs> Even if they wanted to take it one step further, they could do like they have with Metopia, where the first time you gift an island or something they try it and then say whether or not they like it and then it could either reduce or increase the friendship points based on if you're gifting them things that they like or don't like mm, yeah that is a good idea i didn't even think about that that way you could learn your animals a lot better and it would it would kind of bring more uh, more life to the animals because they kind of were robots at the beginning of the game. They would say the same thing yeah. over and over and you couldn't even get two different... Like, you can get like a cutesy one and another cutesy one because they're exactly the same. They would say the same things and it, there would be no differences, but like that would add a little bit more to depth of each each character. It would. I just don't know if it's like... See, I think the community have such amazing ideas and I feel like this is why I'm still have hope for Animal Crossing is because over the duration of the channel we've listened to people from the community have such good ideas that I'm just hoping and praying that Nintendo have 
got some concept of what people want. So I've heard these incredible ideas and I'm like, you know, I'd be really excited for this. But it's like, if what Nintendo have been doing recently with the updates is anything to go on, I actually shouldn't be even pretending that I can look forward to this. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to be watching uh... the Direct? Yeah, I imagine we'll react to it, I think. Yeah, it's soon, isn't it? Isn't it early? Is it the 12th to the 15th? It should be the 12th. For about a week, doesn't it? It goes on for like three days, I believe. Uh, Last time I went to E3, it was three days. But if you guys do, you guys should totally stream your reactions. I'm telling you, I'll join you on that one. I won't be able to stream this year, so. (laughs) I'd love to see you guys' reactions. I think I think we will certainly react to it, but mainly just in the hope of something Animal Crossing related. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you'd be excited for Pokemon, JB, but I, mean, I think I'd. I just want stuff that releases relative. I'm praying that nothing's like announced crazy. That's like this will be released tonight. Like, cause yeah. I'm I've put myself on a very strict spending embargo, and I just feel that with Animal Crossing Builder Bears. You know, saving up for the Pokemon Generation Four remakes. The like they've released packs. like so many things mm. in Pokemon Snap, Metopia, that it's like, and there's even rumors about a new Switch Pro, and it's like, oh, these these guys are gonna bleed me dry, you know? Like, <laughs> I can't have anything released within the next five months minimum. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm on a I'm on a strict budget too for that. <laughs> They're going to bleed me dry, especially with the new Legend of Zelda coming out and then uh, and the new Pokemon, the open world Pokemon. I'm pretty sure you're pretty excited about that as I am. I'm so excited. The thing is, with Legend of Zelda, I I really love the franchise, although I feel like my love for Legend of Zelda surprisingly peaked with the DS games. I, I still have the biggest nostalgia for Spirit Tracks and... Yes. I don't know, I tried Breath of the Wild, and I couldn't really get into it. I know that's like the most unpopular yeah. opinion in the world. We did a video, and his little brother loves Breath of the Wild. And he was like, and he was always asking his brother to be part of our channel. So his brother was like, okay, I'll do this one video if you do this video where you actually try the game. And I've never known JB. Like, I may have broken some rocks on the island in my time, but JB's never been so grumpy as he was playing that game it was like he was just been sat there had been forced into playing it <laughs> well that game's hard oh, yeah, and really i don't is. i don't yeah i think you jumped off a tower within the first 10 seconds <laughs> and then decided that you didn't like the game because you died and then this santa guy was bossing me about and i was like no santa guy yeah oh i i tell you though uh, once you get past that area, it only gets harder too. So I think you would just oh. have to like get used to that type of style of games. I played like Dark Souls a lot when I was younger, so I kind of got used to like you know waiting and like being careful. But if you're like newer to that kind of game, you go in there and charge because you're used to being like you know being able to hit first and always like getting that first hit and not dying right away. Breath of the Wild is more unforgiving in that way. And a lot, it's not as unpopular as you think. A lot of people got turned off to that game because of that. No, I enjoy it. And even with Skyward Sword, 
I've played some of the, the games of that generation. I think that's kind of more my thing, even though it's quite similar. There's that kind of more linear storytelling. Yeah. But I'm kind of more hyped for the Joy-Cons than the game. Oh, the Joy-Cons like, The Joy-Cons look gorgeous. The motion, like, I don't know when they're going to sell them, but oh my gosh. I they hope look that... Really good. Oh, it's not going to be... They're going to be released before my spending embargo is lifted, but they are gorgeous. Maybe on resale in like a year or so's time, but... They are cool. They are. I love how they release Joy-Cons with uh, like certain games like Splatoon and stuff like that. They're, the controllers are so nice. I'm glad they're keeping up with hardware. <laughs> Me too. And it reminds me of the original, well, the kind of initial release when it had that kind of gold, that gold we yeah. remember. Yeah. The one thing I didn't like, though, was the Mario Switch. I think they've done such amazing things for, like... Breath of the Wild and things, and then the Mario Switch was just block colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of whack. I was tempted to get that, you know, just for an unboxing video and decided against it. I don't blame you. They, it, I, I feel like in the past year, Nintendo's kind of been like low, you know, quality. They, they haven't been working as hard as they used to. Like, because the new games like Mario, the, the three pack. They didn't really add much to it. They just took the game, bumped it up a little bit in resolution, and released it. Like, they didn't... Yeah, that confused me, you know, because I was very much on team Let's Defend 3D All-Stars. Yeah. And I was disappointed that there was no booklet. There was no, like... Because obviously with, like, some of the special Wii games, you got, like, a different color, like, you know, box. And with this, it was like, okay, I can forgive all this. This is fine. Because to me... I'm a bit of a, I don't know if I can say this, um, like a, a Super Mario Galaxy simp, almost. <laughs> like, yeah. I would, if they would just release that in the, in its own game and I had the money, I would buy that by itself because I love it. But then 3D World and Bowser's Fury came out and they included a steel book with it. And it's like, well, surely if you're going to include a steel book with something, it should be the kind of limited time cool release. Yeah, and they... Okay, so, like, one thing that makes me more upset with uh, that one, or, like, the three-pack game, is they didn't even add the new features for, uh, like, Mario 64. Because on the 2DS, and that's why I'm saying yes. this especially, they added multiplayer. <gasps> like, how could you not add that? It's such the, e it's the easiest thing they could have added. Oh, I wanted the new characters as well, like Luigi, Wario. Yeah. That would have been amazing. But they didn't do that. They really missed the mark on some of the things that they released. And that's why I'm kind of scared for this up-and-coming E3. Yeah, it's kind of... I'm worried that, like, it doesn't appear that they're listening to what people want. Mm -hmm. So, even then, like, on the topic of Animal Crossing Builder Bears, I don't know if you've got them, but, like, the representation with them is even below what it was meant to be. So. There was two bears released. There was an Isabella and a Tom Nook. And so many people were like, we've seen this too many times. Everything's just Isabella and Tom Nook. I'm just going to go back to Etsy where I can actually get villagers and something a bit more unique. Yeah, because you so, can just go online to buy that stuff. You don't have to go through Build-A-Bear. Yeah. And Isabella and Tom Nook were almost, I think a lot of people felt overdone. So then Build-A-Bear announced like two days later... The next thing we release, we've got a new character coming soon. 
So everyone's like, okay, so they're going to move away from the standard Isabel and Tom Nook. Everyone was speculating. Like I said, it had been made really clearly on Twitter and things that people were like, you know what, if this is Isabel and Tom Nook, I'm not doing it. Just for them then to release the next two is just a different variant of Isabel and Tom Nook. Oh, man. It's then them in a winter outfit instead of the summer outfit. After people have been publicly tweeting, I'm not doing this. If it's just Isabel and Tom Nook, I'm going back to Etsy. I'm going to get something with more variety. But it was almost like Build-A-Bear were ashamed because one thing that they did, they emailed people to say that the new bears were coming out, the winter variants. But we'd done a Twitter post about it before Build-A-Bear actually had, almost like they were dreading having to put this out because they knew it had been received so badly. Yeah. Which makes me think it could have been a Nintendo element, which is then like, this is all indicating, like, the recent Animal Crossing updates, this thing with Build-A-Bear, it is just all indicating that they aren't listening, which is then like, what do we expect? Can we look forward to anything? Are we supposed to assume that it's just going to be them acting on what they think is acceptable as opposed to what people actually want. Well, they have listened in the past, right? Like, when people were making petitions for more inclusive hairstyles, like, they were then eventually released. So, they mm-hmm. unless they were planning on just making different hairstyles later on, which is a possibility, like, they have shown an ability yeah. to listen to an extent. But, to that end, though, is that them exhibiting a level of correctness. Oh, damage control. Yeah. yeah, like, oh no, we didn't think that we needed to be more inclusive. Let's fix this quickly. As opposed to being like, this is what the people want. Is it more them protecting themselves? And that's why we're not seeing anything else that's been requested, or they're still working on mistakes. They're still, like, repeating mistakes that people have said that they don't want to see. I mean, it isn't the most inclusive franchise, I'll say that. Like, I was kind of really disappointed and upset when we first got into the Animal Crossing craze and we went to, like, um, Mario Kart 8 and I tried to play as a villager and I tried to customise the skin and it doesn't let you play anything other than the kind of, like, white villagers. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll go back to the. I'll, well, I'll say that. I'll go back to Luigi then. But obviously, Luigi's not a representation. But I feel like with um, Animal Crossing, you kind of want to make your character look as much like you as possible. Yeah, I agree so, with that completely. That was a bit disappointing. And it's hard because, like, also with Metopia, uh, they have like a few skin colors, but they don't have like in between the dark, like you know, light light brown and and dark brown. And I'm, like, right in between there, and I can't ever find my skin color. And it's, like, that kind of thing where they don't think about every opportunity for, like, including people. They don't go throughout the whole span. They just go to, like, you know, the, I guess, not really popular, but the most common. And they ignore all the yeah, in between. Like the landmarks. Yeah. You know, really dark. A little bit dark. Not dark at all. Yeah. They just look for the the common ones, and it kind of does feel not as inclusive. And I think Nintendo has a problem with that for sure, because you see it like like in Mario Kart, for example. I I agree with you completely on that one, and Smash Bros too. Oh yeah, I forgot about. I thought you could play as 
different coloured villages. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe not. Oh gosh, I think everybody's the early it. villages were just fixed as one skin tone. Aww, that's a, that is a shame though. Especially like because Mario Kart is so popular. I need to try that out on Smash Bros. Because I don't remember. But I think I probably play as Isabel to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> Isabel's the better character. <laughs> Her fishing hook is insane. See, that makes me smile, like, saying that Isabel's the better character, because I had the biggest hatred of Isabel for the longest time from the morning announcement. So because it was my first game, I didn't know why people loved her. I didn't know why there was outrage that Isabel wasn't there from the start when we first got New Horizons. And like, like I said, I was just, to me, she was just this annoying thing that interrupted my gameplay for three minutes every time I wanted to go on first thing in the morning. Like, there was me there, like, you know, this is my opportunity to beat JB and get the fossils before he wakes up. And then she's like, haha, no, it's not. I'm going to talk to you till he wakes up. So it just took away from my time when I didn't really want it to. So I just saw her as a huge inconvenience until, like, JB got me this Isabel cushion for... I want to say Christmas, and it was just like the most beautiful thing in the world. Like it's so soft and so comfy that I was like, okay, I like Isabel now. But honestly, people who had been playing, who'd played the other games, and were just like, I want Isabel. Mm-hmm. I never understood why. <laughs> I just found her so annoying. Like I, I think, I think I liked her more after the fireworks because she then got more involved in the island and started to give us DIYs for seasonal things. But just the morning announcements are an an unnecessary evil. Yeah. And she was more involved in the older games too. Not as much this one. And I think that's what they were pushing for for this one too. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's all the time that I really have. I have to go do things soon. But thank you guys very much for coming out. Is there anything you want to say before we end this? And I guess apart from thank you so, so much for inviting us to this, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually very disappointed that, like, that's kind of the time now, because I was, I'm so engrossed in this. I'd love yeah. to do this again at some point. I would like, love to do another episode <laughs> with you guys. In terms you guys of, are yeah, in terms of Animal Crossing for a while. Like... This is the most positive, like JB was just saying, though, this is the most positively I've thought about the game in a very long time. Legit, yeah, like, oh, thank you. It it does bring a lot of good feelings, and it makes me want to be hopeful for the future. Talking to you guys, especially, like, it makes me like, oh, I see where you're coming from. That's a whole other outlook that I never even considered. Like, I'm excited now for the updates if they do update it. I will be disappointed if they don't. So, Nintendo, don't fail me. But it was nice talking to you guys. You too. Again, thank you so so much for inviting us. Yeah, and for everybody watching, uh, this, uh. I guess pre-recorded podcast. <laughs> Remember to check out JB and Millie. I'm going to put their channel on the description. Make sure to get them to 2000. We'll hope for the best here. <laughs> they deserve all the subs. I, it was really fun having you guys. I will definitely have another episode with you guys. We'll talk about other games like Pokemon. Cause that one, I want to talk about that. Cause I know JB is very interested in that. And I know that Millie, you're getting interested into it, right? Indeed, I had not played any Pokemon games before meeting JB, and he introduced me to Pokemon Sword as my first Pokemon game, and there's been a whole journey through Vivid Voltage since then that was 
very detrimental to the bank account, but it was also very fun. So I'm certainly getting a lot more involved in Pokemon now. Yeah. Painful. So we should do this more often. I love having you guys here. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for joining my podcast. Thank you so much. And enjoy the rest of, I don't know if it's day or evening, but whichever it is, enjoy. Yeah, enjoy uh, midnight <laughs> or one in the morning probably now. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, it's like two in the morning. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, our recording schedule is certainly something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Like I said before, guys, uh, remember to go check them out. They're they're down below in the description. They were really cool to be able to join me. I love having them on here. Uh, it was a good talk about Animal Crossing. If you guys have any like questions or suggestions or anything, put them in the comments down below. And let me know what you guys are interested in seeing for the next uh, Nintendo Direct. Thank you guys very much for coming. Have a really good night. Do not let the bed bugs bite. And have a great morning if it's morning. I'll see you guys in the next one.